you want to intro? Because, eh? Hey guys. <laughs> hey, I guess we didn't think of an intro. Then again, when do we ever? Single time, he just counts to three and then plays it. He mean record or it taps record. It's if you hit play, you're hit playing something. What? No comment. She's giving me a look. This thing like records quick. Holy crap! I'm almost, we're almost at a minute. <laughs> this is a good way to start it, right? So, I guess a little heads up. We decided to record this maybe like several days in advance because wedding planning is becoming more and more serious because we are a month and a half. Would you say? Not quite. Not quite, or not quite a month and a half. It's eleven, though. It's also fifty-three days. So where does a it month work? and a half would be forty-five, depending on how many days there are in that month. I love to say like, when's the halfway mark? Then, like thirty days. Right. It depends on the month. If one month has 30 days and the other month has 30 days, then one month is 30 days. Half of a month, half of a month is 15 days. So we're we're basically getting closer and closer to the wedding. Good lord. I thought your phone was it was an issue. I'm going to just I'm just going to silence mine. So, last week we, or, yeah, last week we actually talked about, in a little detail, about what led to and the, our experience of, well, our pretty bad crash in, two, I will say 2008. <laughs> I didn't even know you back then. Sadly. But our crash back in 2018. And as we kind of promised or said that we would do this part, well, we're going to talk about, like, our experience with our respective hospitals, or at least our stay in the hospital. I say hospitals because we were in two different hospitals I was in Arrowhead Regional, and she was in the the um, insane asylum of Loma Linda. I mean, it might as well have been, especially with, with the way they treated you with the food. I'm still not over that. But you want to go first or me? Um. Oh. I guess I'll go first since you started did that last week. Okay. So, um, soon after they obviously soon after they pulled me out of the car, they um cut cut they cut my clothes off also, so I was basically nude in the open until they put a cover or some kind of sheet or whatever over my body and put me in the ambulance and put me on a breather and 
and a neck brace on. And that was before you got out of the car, though. Oh, the neck brace? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. They put one on both of us before I... they moved us out of the vehicle in, in case our spines or anything were injured. I did not know that. Yeah. The more you know. <laughs> so, I was on the gurney, or the stretcher, whatever it's called, and... They put me in the ambulance, I guess, to wait for the helicopter to arrive. Because if you guys who, or at least those who listened to our previous upload or episode, remember that we were actually, uh, the crash happened on a hill, basically. And we were actually airlifted to two different hospitals, unfortunately. So to skip forward towards to the actual hospital, um, I basically closed my eyes because even though they're actually they're basically swollen shut or almost swollen shut, and I don't honestly remember much of what happened up until getting to the actual hospital. I think I may have either passed out or something, but I was sitting or. I was laying, I guess, in, like, those little individual uh, rooms or whatever they're called, those quote-unquote rooms with, with the, like, the curtain separating mm-hmm. you, was in there for I don't know how long. I think they were just waiting for a room to open up for me or something like that, and I think I was just trying to get some kind of sleep or something, and... I thought that he immediately took you into surgery. I don't know what happened, to be honest with you. That's what I heard. I literally don't even remember much at all from that little portion. I just know that it was it was it was it's a blur basically. And okay, but, but by twelve o'clock, you were you were in the emergency, or you were having your I, face get worked on. I did not know because that. I contacted. I was able to get a nurse's phone to contact your sister, and your sister said that you were in surgery. At 12 o'clock. I did not know any of this. <laughs> well, everything you guys are hearing, I'm hearing for the either the first time or for the second time. Likely the second time because I don't remember the first time. But I was in, I, well, and I do remember that they actually had a nurse uh have me actually sign some kind of release or whatever it's called because of the uh the um anesthesia for when they put me under that's I couldn't really see it I just remember putting my name onto my name and pen to paper and after that I the next thing I really remember was being in the room I guess cuz I don't I partially remember being wheeled off to the operating room but other than that, I only remember actually ending up waking up in the room, and I was in that room for, I think, maybe a few days. I can't remember, maybe a week. I can't remember. But during that time, I, I don't even know what was up. I just kept getting checked on by the doctors. I had a, I think I was actually in the ICU for a little bit, and I, 
remember freaking out because I didn't know if like my head I was feeling convinced that you didn't make it mm-hmm. and I that and I kept begging the nurses or wh- whoever was near me to actually and I was actually screaming because I was like can somebody like bring me water because my throat and my tongue were dry, absolutely dry and I also remember joking with the female nurses or whatever saying that I'm, I'm so sorry that you have to see me like this when they put that little thingy in my thingy. <laughs> but whatever it's called. <laughs> and I filled those that thing up pretty a lot. <laughs> pretty a lot. Um this is little everything I'm saying is based off of pure memory. Mm-hmm. Um while I was also waiting in the ICU aside from like visit little visits here and there from people like JC and even some of our friends, or quote-unquote friends, but I'm still appreciative that they actually that a lot of them visited, no matter what our relationships are like today. Um, I remember, sadly, actually, I think towards the end of my stay at that place, that a PT specialist or whatever they want to be called actually started to come in and actually try to get me to stand up on my legs that weren't even close to even they even started healing it at all they actually tried to get me to stand up on on one or the other and i occupational therapist oh i guess that's the name of them and they try they're in the hospital and they try to get you to do things that you would do in your normal life and with that in mind, actually, I told them that, unlike a lot of people, I don't, well, based off my perspective, compared to other people, I have a habit of shifting weight from one foot to the other quite often, and I don't really, I don't always stand on both feet, with full weight on both feet all, all the time, both before and after the accident. I've never, I even told them that, and I actually had to prove that to them or show that to them when I was attempting to stand up, and I was, it just hurt, basically, to even try to stand up, because not only was my um, arms not even strong enough to actually hold up my body weight, because of, I think I was, they're try, I think they actually tried to have me use a walker for the first time. And every time I tried, I kept, I just didn't feel the confidence and I just fell back on my booty. But after that is, was basically commenced the time, the period of when some of our friends and former friends came to visit. And I, one thing I do actually remember is when one actually brought my phone back from the car and that was the first time I, I think soon after they left it was the first either after they left or while they were in the same in the room with me is when I actually made my first call to you after actually trying to call you from the hospital phone mm-hmm. trying to see if you actually made it on the did it ever go through or no I think the only time you called me on the hospital phone was when uh you wanted to say happy birthday to me yeah 
I just remember that the first time it, I tried to get in contact with you, I was like, in so much worry that you didn't make it. And after that, to kind of fast forward a little bit, um, they, yeah, after they actually, yeah, after they actually worked on my face, because they um, kept trying to see if I could open my eye or something like that, but that didn't happen until I got into the rehab center. And may I say that little trip there was hot. I got used to being in the room because I got I, I had them put a fan on because that's how I used to sleep and how I currently sleep is with a fan on because it just helps me sleep. I'm not. Does it help you? I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. This I is what fan on the entire time too. Because it was hot, really. They even like some of them even joked with me. How can like how can, how can you live like this or something like that or how is this even comfortable? I don't know what, what they said. That's just what I remember. Despite the fact that I was kind of cold under the covers, I'm like it's better than being super hot, like blazing hot. I'd rather be not. I wouldn't say freezing cold, but close to. <laughs> it was comfortable, basically. And fast forward. After realizing that my mouth hurt, my jaw hurt, I actually was put on a um, soft food diet because I couldn't open my mouth all the way. And for those that don't remember from the previous episode, because my I hit my head first on the steering wheel, I guess my jaw was stiff or swollen. I don't know. Did they do surgery? No, not on my actual. Oh yeah, they had to put yeah they had to put like stitches or something inside, like under my upper lip or inside. You were using your jaw after that, and And so it got tired. I didn't know. Had a bunch of uh, surgeries on it on your mouth. Not a bunch. Okay, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So, from there, fast forward to getting into the rehab center. Probably the one of the worst times of my life. And I ain't talking about when uh, they put me through the therapy of trying to get my upper body strength. Or even the uh, learning how to use a, a wheelchair and such. So if you were doing, the videos that I saw, you were doing really good. I mean, with your upper body strength. I mean, the part where I was kind of getting at was the worst part of that entire stay was when you left. And we didn't see each other for two weeks after the accident. That like face to face. It felt like a a month. It was two weeks, and then after I left, you were still in the in the hospital for two weeks. Yeah, because they. Wanted to make sure that I was good to go, I think. And I don't know if you're going to mention this or not. But then, a few weeks after they discharged him, they're like, Oh, we should probably um, work on his foot now. (laughs) So, a few weeks after he was discharged, they still did surgery on him. Yep. On his foot. Rather than doing it in the While I was there. That makes which made no sense. Because, and may I say, that was, that time was not great because as I was sitting at my, 
in the room at my mom's house, I started to kind of panic a little bit because I was resting, but then I slowly, like, or not slowly, but suddenly remembered that I was told that I needed to come back for, for foot surgery or something. And I did not know what, like, I look, literally looked through my discharge papers to see what number I needed to call to, like, get get that set up. I did not know who to call whatsoever. I forgot what who I even called. I forgot what number I even called. But I made one call, and I don't know how they even managed to do it. Because I think I was told that I had called the wrong location or something like that. But somehow they were able to schedule me. And getting down there was a little bit of a challenge because I had to ask. I asked several people. Several people didn't couldn't do it, except for two people who I'm very grateful for, even though we don't exactly talk, unfortunately. Being should I mention names or just no? Well, if you're listening to it, you know who you are. Or listening, but listening to this, you know who you are. And I am still appreciative of you you both taking your time out or taking time out of your life to get me where I am today. Would that make sense? Help you when you needed it. Oh, yeah, that. It didn't really get you (laughs) to where you are today. Well, that's a good little blooper. (laughs) Or a blooper I'm not editing taking out because I don't ever edit these. So... Following that, the next unfortunate part, aside from her having to leave for Washington, which I'll, what she'll explain, what she will explain in a in a moment or two, or in a few minutes. <laughs> so, I was following the foot surgery. I later, while sitting at home or sitting at my mom's house, I'll say sitting at home. I. Got a call, I think, one morning from my job at the time, and they t- the lady on the phone told me, I don't even know who she was, so I don't think I ever met her, because at the time, there was only two women actually working there, I don't, but that's besides the point. Got a call in the morning out of nowhere, and this person said that my new they were terminating my position or something, or yeah, my position or something like that. So technically, would you say they fired me or that I never lost a job? They fired you. Terminating means fired, technically. I mean, I don't exactly remember what they said, but it was something along those lines. You didn't quit, so they fired you. Well, because I couldn't. I told them straightforward that I wasn't able to return, like, right away. And so they fired you. I stick to what I, to my part, my my claims. <laughs> but <sighs> that was an unfortunate day, but it was kind of obvious after following t- the time following that because... I needed I it was gonna be a while so I could return to work as a whole. And the unfortunate part was that I was following that surgery or that very last surgery, I needed physical therapy. Unfortunately, 
They failed. Well, I, what did you say? I failed or they failed? To get to get into that. I think they did. I never actually got physical therapy. And how I got to where I am today, this is where I let you go to. How do I transfer this to you? <laughs> you start talking now. Because <laughs> yeah. your story, your part of the story basically intertwines. And then, no. So, y'all. So my part of the story after, um, so I get to the hospital, or yeah, the hospital, and um, you need a sane asylum. It's I get to Loma Linda, and um, the worst hospital ever. They need to get X-rays, and I don't know what else they got, but. They were tossing me and turning me to my left and my right just to get into the right position. They, they um, actually, they actually did that when I was at the re, um, rehab center, also. But I think this was like fresh out of, like, fresh into the actual rehab or whatever. I didn't even get surgery yet. Oh and yeah. They were twisting and well, they put like these um, cushions, fake casts on yeah. my. Um, on my legs just to stabilize everything um <clears throat> and then they were tossing and turning me and that happened for about six hours Jeez. that i was there and then they this took is... me to like the um the place that you were talking about the um, rehab. no not the rehab the place where they um just exam examine you not an actual hospital room. It's like where you wait to get into a hospital room. And people are pushing everything in my body. Like, does this hurt? Does this hurt? Does this hurt? Does this hurt? <laughs> Obviously. And, well, like, it was confusing because everybody was talking at the same time. Somebody would push my ankle and I'm like, yes, that hurts. But then somebody would, like, push my leg and I'm like, no, no, that, yes. Oh, my gosh, that hurts. Yes. No. Um... And it's then, like it's like driver. It's like the old people that drive out here. Like you would expect them uh, with old age to have more knowledge and wisdom behind the wheel, but yet it's the opposite. And then as I'm laying there, and people are pushing and or I wouldn't say pulling, people are pushing <laughs> at my at my injuries. A cop comes up to me, and he asked me for my statement. About what happened. And just to put it out there, I never actually had a... There's a cat trying to come up here. But I never actually had a cop come to me. Because you were out of it. If It wouldn't be reliable if you gave your statement. Um, the one time where cops actually know what they're doing. <laughs> um... And so obviously, I don't have I anything them, against cops. Just they don't do their jobs right trying. all the time. Go on. <laughs> obviously, I was. I told the truth, and I told them that you tried to um, go past a van, and you were not successful. Um, yeah, not, yeah, nothing ever came of it. Nope. Um, Thankfully. <laughs> and then I was brought to my well, first. 
uh, in that room, um, there was another, I don't know if it was a doctor or something, but he put this like, um, liquid through my knee to see if there was still stuff in my, like debris in my knee. And it, I guess if the fluid went through my knee, then there was nothing. If the fluid built up in my knee, then there was something. And the fluid built up. So he knew that there was stuff still in my knee. And then, um, and like I told, or like I said in the last podcast, um. Episode. Same thing. She does this with everything. Or like, uh, like I said in the last one, I constantly had to pee. And I kept asking every single person, can I pee it? Can I pee it? Can I pee it? And everybody kept saying, just keep holding it. Just keep holding it. Just keep holding it. And every single person that I tell this story to, they're like, I would have just gone. Just in your pants. Just gone. Let you let them clean it. You can't do anything about it. Yeah. I just felt awkward and didn't want to do that. Um... So then I was brought to my room, or no, actually before that, um, some nurses came up to me and they're like... Yeah, the fortunate thing about all this is that you remember way more than I do. Because you had a head injury. Yep. You probably had memory loss from hitting your head. I mean, um, I mean, upon impact, I was knocked out, so I don't... I was knocked out too. Oh. I, so I don't remember anything after that. Aside from... I don't remember anything between the time that I remember me gasping and realizing that we were going to hit the car. And I don't remember anything until I heard the ambulance. But in my brain, it's black when I hear the ambulance because I hadn't woken up yet. But anyway, um, some nurses came up to me. And they're like, um, is there anybody we can call? And I was like, I don't know anybody's numbers by heart. And I tried to grab my phone, but I couldn't find the back to it and couldn't find a battery or anything. Um, and so one of the nurses allowed me to use her phone to get on Facebook because that, um, because my mom had recently sent me my sister's number and then I was like, well, if I'm already on Facebook, why don't I just ask my mom to contact my sisters or even, yeah, contact my sisters because she was in Washington at the time. And both my sisters were in California and California. California. I said we're in California. I said Californian. No. Um, and so she called one of my sisters and... I think she arrived like three hours later um, and um, we basically were talking until I had to go in for surgery the next day at about, I think it was like 7 a.m. And then... Pause that? Right. Sorry for the delay. Um, yeah, we had a, I realized a technical issue that I didn't realize before we started. Um, so if you guys couldn't hear me, See, then we're, stronger. yeah. So, if you guys couldn't hear me, I'm sorry, but... Yeah, well, just I mean, to kind of, like... Well, uh, if they could hear... get They could get the gist of it. Basically, I, I was, we were recording straight to the 
or straight through the my laptop's microphone when we should have been using the actual mic that I have plugged in. I was like, well, I guess that explains why it wasn't really blinking. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, so, back to going your, back to it. Um, I'm so glad I noticed it. Um, I go into surgery about 7 o'clock, and I think I got out at, like, noon. So it wasn't that long of a surgery. Um, and this was to fix my femur and to get the debris out of my knee. And, um... I mean, that also explains what... I, I'm totally going off topic. Yeah. I'm um, so focused on that. And, um... As he said, some friends came and people gave me um, birthday gifts and stuff. And um, as I'm in the hospital, I hear the nurses and the doctors discussing if I'm just if they're just gonna have me um, or just gonna wait to see if my ankles get better on their own, or if I if they wanted to do surgery. And then I think like they took like a week to make that decision and um uh once they made that decision obvious oh not obviously but they made the decision to um uh work on my ankles because well they didn't realize it at the time but after the fact they realized that some of my bones were not Savable? Uh, salvageable. Salvageable. <laughs> savable. <laughs> I know. That might as well just say that my <laughs> Nissan isn't savable. After after um, the accident, it was apparently in. And good lord, those those waveforms are huge. Because you're loud. Um, I turned down my volume. Um, down the volume. 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 And so then I had um, surgery on my ankles which hurt like heck um and then what you're awake while that was going on well no afterwards oh no say like (laughs) no you said it hurt like hell like you were awake while you're there giving you surgery um and then well i think what day did it happen on I know the 18th. It was on the, uh, the 18th. The, no, it was the 19th. It was on a 19th, yeah. Thursday or a Friday. One of those. Uh, if it was a Friday, then that the next day after my surgery, I get a message from the person that I'm staying with, or I was staying with, saying, hey, I'm leaving. You need to get your stuff. Even though she already knew that I was... In an accident. In, in an accident. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get my stuff. And she's like, she basically said, figure it out. And I, I can see so why I don't talk anymore. Yeah. So I grabbed, or grabbed, I asked some people to go to the place that I was staying at and um, get all my stuff for me, which they thankfully did. Um, and, uh, the funny, actually, the funny thing is about that, is that I, the one that just brought back a, I would say a memory, I guess. So when I was actually in the, um, uh, when I was actually in Arrowhead in my room, I think I actually, I actually got a call from her ex, her well, her sort of ex at the time, and he actually asked me, uh, where, 
either you were or where she was or something like that. He was probably asking where I was because then he showed up. Did well, you tell him? Oh, no. Well, he showed up at the hospital even though I didn't tell him where I was. Oh. Because I, like, when... Because, like, right away when he started asking about where you were or something like that, the first thing I... I th oh, wait, no, this was when I was actually at my mom's house. Oh. And I was, like, I was trying to remember, like, wait, this, this was, like, a way past then <laughs> I just because actually because it like came back to my head but mm -hmm. um, I was sitting in the I was just sitting just watching TV as usual because I couldn't really do much but I remember he called me once and asked where you were or where she was or something like that and like right away I knew he was trying to like be up to his little um, evil stalkerish ways or whatever like as she put it and like right away, I just told him, "What? What does this have to do with the podcast?" <laughs> Not to cut you off, but we're already at thirty-three minutes, so I'm gonna go on because <laughs> you were just going <laughs> on a like, tangent. It's not like a teacher just like very subtly and kindly cutting off a student. Yes, because you were going way off topic. So going back to it. Basically, wow. like the week, that really <laughs> a week later, um, the hospital, <laughs> the hospital was telling me that I had to, well, that I was being discharged and I had to find a place to, or that I could go home. And I was like, I don't have a home to go to. And they're like, uh -oh. they're basically like, well, you're, you're going to have to figure homeless. something else. You're going to have else. to figure out something else and I was like I don't have anybody here and they're like well we can send you to a facility that will take care of you and plus there's also the issue that you didn't that every time you try um, filling out those or getting in medical or something yeah my medical basically got, got denied or something well I didn't have it according to them they Medical had been trying to contact me, even though they never actually tried to. Um, so I didn't have Medical at the same time. So basically, basically they were telling me that I was either, I either had to go. Makes um, me wonder now. Actually, like they were trying to force me to either find a place to live or basically go on the street. Yep. And obviously, I was just learning you, you a wheelchair. This up to me. Yeah, and obviously, I was just learning the wheelchair and everything. And then my mom was like, "Well, as I said um, previously, my mom was in Washington at the time. And my mom was like, "Well, we can. Well, you can come here, and we can take care of you." <clears throat> and I didn't know how that was gonna happen, and I was like. Um, at first, I was starting to ask people um, who lived around or lived in that area if I could stay with them, just because I had I school doing, over there. And I remember just, doing that when I was with my mom because she didn't want me to stay. Couldn't either didn't want me to or couldn't let me stay there for two more, over two weeks, even though. And because people like kind of like you actually, people kept telling me no, mm -hmm. and I'm like. Jesus, see where my friendship lies with a lot of people now. 
And so then we started making plans for me to go out there. And um, I think a few days later, my gram. She um, calls her gram. Yeah. Her grandma. They. Like, you know, no. Some people won't understand that. It's, it's like an, it's, would, like a, it's like an inside joke. Some people what don't else, want. What else would I be referring to when I say gram? Cracker. My graham cracker. Yeah. My graham cracker drove across the well, I mean, state. Like, okay, but <laughs> they would know what I'm talking about. Hope. So she um, drives from Washington and or from Washington to California, um, and I think like three days, and she picks. She has like the, a pretty big van, mm-hmm. and she picks me up in it. And none of the people at the hospital, none of the nurses, none of the doctors, nobody helped us get or helped them get me into the they wheelchair. Left, they left you hanging? Yeah, everybody. And Jeez. well, then we went into, well, then I got into the wheelchair and, um. How'd you, how'd you manage? I just had to. No, I had the slide board, but I still had to get help from people to not, or to help me to not put pressure on my ankles. So they were trying to help by like pulling at my arms, but obviously that that hurt. Um, This is like like one of those um, E or A and E true stories type (laughs) hospital visits. Uh Like, what hospitals? Top ten of hospitals to stay away from. And, First one, um, Loma Linda University. And um, so they wheeled me down in uh, to get to the van, and we get no, we get to the van, and I realize I can't bend my knee to get into a seat, in a car seat, and they never showed me how to transfer from a wheelchair to the car. They didn't show me anything like that. So I basically. Um, uh, you were your own teacher. I got into the no, I got into the van, uh, going backwards and like pulling myself with my arms. Um, I don't know why, but when you said until say that, I the was, first thing I thought was literally backing up to the van and having someone flip you over and sliding you like that. No, I, I basically sat on the side of the car and no. I basically sat on the side of the car or the van and um, I pulled myself into the middle of the van and that's basically where I uh, laid down for the rest of the 16 to 18 18 hour car ride was just on the floor of the van because I couldn't bend my knee to get into a seat. And then um, we... um, my gram says that, or said that we can uh, meet up for one last time before we head to Washington to see Will. That's the mess up thing is, is, like, the way she apparently spoke to you about me, like, when I, when I got there and how it seemed like she just doesn't, or doesn't, or didn't like me. What? Because I... This, that doesn't need to be dragged on um so yeah that's that was my so 
the part that we were kind of talking about um, near the end last week when it comes to, uh, I guess, friends cutting us off or something like that? Or telling you to leave me? Mm-hmm. How, without dropping names, even though they kind of deserve it, what? She's giving me that look again. So, she told me that, uh, I don't know how many people told you to leave me. I don't know. But, A handful. Sadly. You would think that people are more supportive about a relationship, but then they show their true colors when something happens that wasn't intentional. Okay, but honestly, anybody that I come up to and we tell our story to, they're surprised that I stayed. Because you wrecked a vehicle and obviously we had to get surgery and everything, so... So, to answer, or to kind of fill them in before we end this, because we're almost at 42, why did you stay? Because I'm pretty sure those who may or may not be a follower of Christ or Jesus' disciples or whatever, why did you stay? And I'm, that's even one thing I always think about. No, well, not always, but often. I can't say why I stayed. I can only say I would have left if the Lord told me to. But he never did. I never once felt him say, you need to end it. So what's the why? Is that personal? I don't have a why. You said you can't say why. Yes, because oh. I don't have a oh. reason. I can't I say I can't say a reason why because it's not anything that I it's not anything you've done it's not anything that I feel it's if I hear the Lord tell me to end the relationship that I will or would so kind of um this kind of actually t- that ties into when we were at Applebee's that night when you said that you only listen to what the Lord says about our relationship and such. Exactly. So, uh, <clears throat> that's basically, well, our car crash experience. I don't know how to say that. but Car crash experience. <laughs> if y'all could see her facial expression as she was doing that. <laughs> But, yeah, it was, the car crash was not a fun experience, and neither was a hospital stay for either of us. Well, even though Arrowhead did fix me up, thank, by the grace of God. Loma Linda University, although they apparently have good teachers for their students or whatever the case, their hospital, God forbid, and condemn that place because... In my in my opinion, because actually, while you're actually talking about that, the main thing I started thinking of when it comes to like them not actually helping you was the fact that what if they were actually what if Medi-Cal did approve, but they're lying to you saying that they didn't, but pocketing that money, that insurance money. It wouldn't make sense because they weren't getting anything. Cause like, I didn't pay them anything. 
And the the one thing that kind of aside from what you said that pissed me off was their lack of giving you food. Mm-hmm. They gave you an egg. Was it even was it even cooked or bro- hard boiled? It was scrambled. I'm pretty sure. No, it's because you sent me a picture that it was like an actual egg. Okay, then it was hard boiled. Uh, well, nonetheless, her stay with Loma Linda sucked. But anyway, we were going to end it right there. I um, we hope that I was going to say I, but we hope that you guys um, enjoyed us babbling on about or rambling on about. It's not really rambling. It's telling our story. This is part of our testimony. Sadly. It's... The Lord has used it. Or will use it. But... Lord, for God protect us from any future encounters like that. Or situations. But we hope that you guys enjoyed listening to this, uh, I guess, other story time. What we'll talk, we'll be talking about next, well, we have no idea yet. Because <laughs> <laughs> we usually discuss what we we're going to talk about, like, literally moments before we I hit record. So Except this time. This time we knew what we were going to talk about because we actually prefaced prefaced we said it in the last one oh yeah so whatever we talk about next it'll be shocking to us because we don't even know <laughs> at this point like literally at all this is raw stuff right here we don't know <laughs> i'm literally just dragging on now yeah and we're going in almost, almost 50 yeah so that's 45 end it going soon. like 46 anyway if y'all enjoy please do um hit the like button on Spotify? Spotify does not have a like button for podcasts. What do they have? They have a follow button. Yeah, hit, yeah, do that. Follow <laughs> us on Spotify and maybe add us to your playlist. Wherever it is that you uh, listen to podcasts or wherever it is that you found this podcast on. Because we upload or yeah, upload every weekend, either Saturday or Sunday. But... As wedding, as I said at the beginning, as wedding planning has become more serious, we and like, obviously we're gonna have to miss one of those Saturdays because yeah. our wedding is on a Saturday. And I was actually getting ready to say mention. I know I'm just letting them know. She's looking at the freaking time, because but it's a lie. I know, but they deserve to know what to possibly expect. So to we. There's going to be a, maybe a week here or two that in like the coming month or two that we miss or we don't upload anything because as she just said, we're getting married. Oh, good Lord. That sounds crazy. On, on a, on a week, during the weekend, we're not going to say what day, because, even though, because some people just don't need to know our business like that. Mm-hmm. But we're getting married during the weekend, and just want to let you guys know that. So, please do uh, do what I just said prior to explaining that little ish. And we hope y'all have a great week and have a had a blessed weekend and happy belated Mother's Day to those. Uh, didn't I say that last week? No. Oh well, happy belated Mother's Day to those moms who truly kick ass and bust their booty 
to raise their kids, whether they have a man in the house, and I'm not talking about the oldest kid or the oldest boy, but have a, whether they have a man in the house or not. Like I say about the about Jessica and her mom, y'all don't. The French women don't need a man. <laughs> don't even say it. I know you're getting ready to. You want to say bye? Bye. What she said.